Hello all and welcome once again to another episode of Everyday Black History. Happy uh, hump day to you all. I hope that you are having a great week so far. And just as I say all the time on Wednesdays when I do a post or I do an episode to just hang on tight because the weekend will be here. If you don't work on the weekend, you have the weekend to look forward to and hopefully you got some good fun plans on the weekend that you have to look forward to. So a uh, happy hump day and and hopefully, you know, just, just, just stay strong <laughs> and we'll make it through to the weekend for those of us who don't work uh, during the weekend. But uh, hopefully you had a good day today and you're ready to enjoy a little bit of black history. And today on Everyday Black History, we're going to be highlighting a brother by the name of Arlie Petters. Arlie Oswald Petters. He, he is a Belizean-American mathematical physicist who is the uh, Benjamin Powell Professor of Mathematics and a Professor of Physics and Economics at Duke University. Now, he is the founder of uh, an interesting science, uh, mathematical astronomy, which focuses on problems connected to the interplay of gravity and light and employing tools from astrophysics, cosmology, general relativity, high-energy physics, differential geometry, Singularities and Probability Theory. His uh, PhD thesis, Singularity Theory in Gravitational Lensing, is the first to develop a mathematical theory of gravitational lensing. He is also the Dean of Academic Affairs for for Trinity College of Arts and Sciences and Associate Vice Provost for Undergraduate Education at Duke University. Now, um... A little bit of background information on him. He was born February 8th, 1964, and he was born in Belize and raised by his grandparents. His mom, uh, she immigrated to Brooklyn um, prior and uh, married a U.S. citizen. And uh, when she married, a U- when she uh, got married, um, her son, Arlie, um, was uh, sent to join them when he was um, at the age of 14 years old. Now, his education, he's very extremely educated. He... Uh, earned his bachelor's and his master's in mathematics and physics from Hunter College in 1986. And his thesis thesis was the mathematical theory of general relativity. So he based his thesis off of uh, Einstein's um, theory. And he began his PhD at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, their department of mathematics in the same year. After two years of doctoral studies, he became a exchange scholar for, at uh, Princeton University and their Department of Physics uh, from um, an absentee from MIT. He earned his PhD in mathematics in 1991 and uh, he remained at MIT for two years as an instructor of pure mathematics between the years of 1991 and 1993 uh, and before he joined the, the faculty at Princeton University. Uh, and, and there he was in the Department of Mathematics. He was an assistant professor at Princeton for five years before he uh, moved to Duke University, where he has been at where he has been at since. Um, now, um, his his research, as you mentioned, his research is on some next level because it's real, like it's real heady and scientific. I mean, the terms that you know are used um, to describe his research are so you know above above my head personally. Um, but and this is why we wanted to highlight him because of the fact that he's developed this science and wrote many papers to back up his science 
um, you know, um, to show just his genius. And we want to highlight that because, you know, as a black man, you know, who's uh, very involved in his community, which we will get to in, in a minute, um, you know, it's important that we have more black, you know, you know, men and women and young boys and girls who have their uh, interests peaked in the sciences. And uh, men like um, like Arlie is a good example. And so many women that we've covered on Everyday Black History are all good examples of people who want more young men and women of color to get into the sciences. Now, his research, he's renowned for his pioneering work in the mathematical theory of gravitational lensing. Now, over a 10-year period between the years of 1991 to 2001, he systematically developed a, a mathematical theory of weak deflection gravitational lensing beginning with his 1991 MIT PhD thesis that we talked about earlier, Singularities and Gravitational Microlensing. And he followed that with 12 papers that details his mathematical theory on gravitational lensing. I mean, and just some of the stuff that, you know, some of my references mention about um, what his papers uh, talk about. His papers resolve an array of theoretical problems in weak deflection gravitational lensing and covering image counting, fixed point images, image magnification, image time delays, local geometry of caustics, global geometry of caustics, wavefronts, caustic surfaces, and caustic surfing. Now, I don't know if anyone listening knows what any of these things are. I mean, I know I personally don't because I'm not a science you know, major. I'm not a science man, you know, but, you know, reading these things, you know that these aren't, you know, things that your average person could do which as i mentioned before shows all these genius and why we um chose and why we see it's essential to highlight him even if you don't know what his science or research is based on we know that it's revolutionary in its in its form now i mean and that was just from 91 and 92 there's a lot of information as far as those papers and what his theory talked about in those 10 years but he, he didn't just stop there Uh, Following his 91 to 2000 body of mathematical lensing work, he turned to a more astrophysical lensing issues between the years of 2002 and 2005, and in collaborations with astronomers, he applied some of the mathematical theory to help develop a practical diagnostic test for the presence of dark substructures in galaxies lensing quasars. Now, I don't know what that is either, but, you know, he didn't just come out with this science and write these papers he continued to expound on it to grow it uh throughout the 2000s and it didn't it didn't just stop there from 2005 to to 2007 he collaborated with with physicists as well as astronomers to explore gravitational lensing in directions beyond its traditional confines in astronomy uh he wrote uh uh, more papers uh talking about this as well in which he utilized high-order gravitational lensing effects by compact bodies to test different theories of gravity with Einstein's general theory of relativity among them. So he was even expounding on the stuff that Einstein uh, talked about. Uh, some of his findings uh, that on, on this mathematical theory were applied to galactic black holes, binary pulsars, and gravitational microlensing. So this brother is, 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 is looking at stuff that's going on in space, like black holes and things like that. You know, things that you, you probably only think about movies. But this is the kind of science that he's involved in. From uh, the years of 2008 to now, his uh, recent research has been to develop a mathematical theory of random gravitational lensing. 
uh, in a couple of papers that he wrote, he uh, took his first steps in creating a mathematical theory of gravitational microlensing. And um, uh, this new theory characterized several uh, asymptotic orders to probability densities of random time delay functions, lensing maps, and shear maps, and microlensing, and determining a a type of formula for the global expected number of number of images due to a general lens system. Now again, stuff that are probably over all of our heads. But as I said, I said it before and I say it again. I mean, the fact that he's continuing to grow in his theories and is being used by other science, other scientists, other physicists and, and astronomers goes to show show its accuracy and and how relative it is and 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 we gotta highlight it because you know black men man black men and women you know that we highlight on everyday black history are extraordinary and many of them aren't known from many of them aren't known by the masses so you know it's, it's just interesting you know you know reading about him and his science and his theories and just how advanced they are now we mentioned about his social outreach he's very involved in the you know african-american community and giving back um, he served as a director of the uh, Reginaldo Howard Memorial Scholarship Program at Duke University to get more people of color, African Americans there in the, in the university. Uh, he also has been active in the uh, community, particularly through his mentoring, recruiting, and lecturing. And he has received several community service awards for that work. He is the uh, first tenured um, uh, Black American, uh, well, now he's not Black American, but he's a Belizean American, but. Um, he's the first uh, uh, professor of uh, African descent in uh, mathematics at Duke University. So he made history there because he was the first tenured, excuse me, professor in mathematics at Duke University of African descent. And uh, he was involved, he's not only involved in the African American community, but he's also involved in the Belizean community. And he uh, founded the Petters Research Inst- Institute. Um, he uh, started that to train Belizean young people in uh, the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics fields and to foster a STEM entrepreneurship. He's written five books, three of which were science and mathematics problem-solving books for Belizean students. So he's even helping in, in that regard as well. Um, he, uh, he's also, he also was the professor of business administration at Duke's uh, Fuqua School of Business for uh, almost 10 years and he served as the government of Belize he also served the government of Belize as chairman of the Council of Science Advisors to the Prime Minister of Belize for three years from 2010 to 2013 he received numerous awards and honors uh, for his work and for his outreach as we mentioned Uh, the Alfred P. Sloan Research Fellowship um, was awarded to him the Career Award from the National Science Foundation uh, that's just the name of a few. He received the honorary doctor of science from Hunter College in 2008, which was his alma mater. I mean, there's there's so much more um, awards that are uh, that were given to him throughout the years for his work and for his science, uh, for his theories and for his outreach. But uh, if you're ever interesting, just to look at some of his research, I didn't I didn't even cover a tip of the iceberg of some of the things that he's researched and. If you're curious, just look him up. There's a lot of information on him, different references on him and his work because he's written so many papers with other science uh, scientists, physicists, astronomers. 
Um, but if you're ever curious, you know, you know, look him up and his work and his uh, research because it's, it's it's amazing. Just you know what 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 he's uh, accomplished and what he's created in this in his theories. And so I you know just you know definitely uh, look him up if you're you know a little, a little more curious about him than what we talked about here on Everyday Black History. I mean because that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to stoke uh, people's curiosity on these uh, you know uh, Black American or uh, let you know. Latinos of African descent or Africans trying to stoke people's curiosity on these people who created and accomplished so many things that were unknown to the masses. So, uh, Ali uh, Petters, we thank you for your contribution to black history and black culture. And since you're only 55 years old, no doubt there's many more that you will accomplish in this world that we'll be continuing to highlight and be in awe of. So, we thank you for your contribution to black history and black uh, culture. And we salute you. And that concludes this episode of Everyday Black History. Um, uh, for our next episode of Everyday Black History, we're going to have a treat. As I mentioned before, um, I had the privilege, the honor and the privilege of interviewing uh, one of the remaining Tuskegee Airmen. Um, he came out with a book, um, uh, Soaring to Glory. And I had the privilege of, of interviewing him last week. And that's going to be our next episode um, that we will release and it was it was great talking to him and hearing his story and we're gonna you know it's promotion for his book and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about that so I you know definitely um, look forward to that um, that interview as well as uh, my own uh, book Everyday Black History African American Women Inventors is available on Amazon the Kindle ebook or the paperback version um, you know just talking about African American women inventors from the uh, 19th and 20th centuries, you know, extraordinary women who created, who invented so many things and have the patents as proof, you know, for their inventions or improvements to already invented things that changed their lives and our lives today. So definitely look for that and check that out. But um, stay tuned for that interview. You know, um, it, um, Colonel Harry T. Stewart is the uh, man, is the Tuskegee Airman. His book, Soar the Glory, was uh, released uh, back in June. And like I said, I had the privilege of interviewing him. So stay tuned for that next uh, that episode, which will be coming uh, next week, um, next week, Monday. All right. So um, as I say at the end of every episode, stay tuned for the next one. <laughs>